All right. Well, good morning, everybody. Hi, hi. hi listeners. Hi, Christy. Hi, Connie. Hi there. It's March. I, I can't believe. I know. Me either. Christy's yeah. in here wearing her cute little tennis skirt. <laughs> Feeling like it's like springtime. Oh, exactly. It was like 85 degrees here yesterday. So warm. I know. We yeah. ate dinner outside. You did? Last night. Aww. So great. I know. I think trees are starting to bud here, there too. Yeah. I, I saw blue bonnets for what? the first time yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Driving into Woodway. No. Oh. Um, and mm-hmm. I saw blue bonnets. And I was like, oh, please don't let it get cold again and kill them. Blue bonnets so, are a Texas thing for yes, those listeners good word. who aren't here in Texas. And they're a wildflower that mm-hmm. are... They're the state flower. That kind of represent spring. Yeah. Do you know how they showed up in Texas? No. Lady B. Johnson. Oh, yeah. Bird, Lady, Lady Bird, Bird Johnson is was her name. She somehow had a vision to make Texas beautiful. And so basically it was her initiative that they threw seeds all over the highways. I love And they that. germinated. But it started from her. Yeah, okay. so they're just seen it. all on the sides of the road. It's illegal Beautiful. to pick them, and it just means that spring is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But that's a, such a good word too. It's like, oh, there's not beauty around you. Just some scatter some, some seed. seeds and scatter them and make beauty for not only yourself but for generations to come. Okay, we just ended the podcast. <laughs> all right, that's it. I'm gonna go plant some flowers. I know. Have a good day. As I was thinking, <laughs> shoot, aren't you supposed to cut your roses back in February? And I, I know. missed it. Darn. I've missed so much. And I'm like, oh, I gotta get to it. But. I know. Oh well. Oh, Connie. There's blue bonnets. Yes, <laughs> and you make your house beautiful. Connie has a beautiful home and very. Oh. Talented I'm thankful for it. All I like things. flowers. In heaven, I'm going to be a gardener. Oh, That's going to be my job in heaven is just take care of all the flowers. I'm not very good at it, but I sure want to be. I'm going to so. be a worship leader. Oh, look at you. What are you going to be? Oh. Chrissy. Uh, like, we get to choose. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't know. Oh, well. I'm like, look, I would I love to be a worship leader, too. I feel like I'd be oh. so good at it. I just don't have the voice, but in heaven. Amen. I know. In heaven, I'm, I will never get any kind of allergic reaction oh, to anything. There you and go. so I can do the flowers. Pollen won't bother me. I won't get puffy eyes. Oh, nice. That's fun. I don't know what we get to do. <laughs> we're heaven, real deep today, y'all. Yeah, sorry. We're coming out of... I'm not sure. We're Here we are. Here okay. we are. All to say is Chrissy looks really cute. Oh, <laughs> That's what we're trying to say. All right. Well, this morning, I said this month, we were going to focus on littles again. We're going to go mm-hmm. back and just focus on littles. And when I was praying, um, just popped in my mind is... Well, actually, last night, Jimmy and I went to a young married life group, and they just did Q&A with us. And oh, one of the conversations nice. that they said was, how do you prioritize your marriage mm-hmm. at their stage? And nobody has kids yet. And I was like, oh, it's just beginning, yes. you know. Yeah. And I've always heard that, you know, we have to prioritize our marriage. And um, so that is what we're going to talk about. How do you do that when you're littles? But I would say before I even had kids, I was like, ah, they're not going to get in the way, you know, I, in my mind. Right. Yes. I mean, I have no idea what I'm venturing into. And then you slide into this mothering. And mm-hmm. not only are kids demanding oh, of yeah, our they. attention and time, but they also um, are, I mean, our hearts. They're part of us. Yes. And so yes. I, so here I am empty nested. And I realized, I remember when Jim and I empty nested, even though we had worked on it, I was like, you know, we had to work a little har- harder. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I realized... A lot of our conversations were about our kids yes. and their activities and their lives and their needs and and which is not wrong. Right. But realizing, wow, it is it is it is so true. You have it the best and healthiest way is to develop great patterns to steward intimacy and connection with your husband or wife, if you're a man listen to this, and your spouse and um, cultivating that through 
Um, because I can think back to when my littles, and the first thing I'm thinking is, I've been touched all day. You oh. know, when you have that newborn, oh, like, don't God. touch me. Yeah, I have been yeah, yeah. squeezed on yes. and touched all day. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to jump into how each of us just, what have you learned? What do you practice? What do you wish you did? How did you cultivate keeping connection when you had littles in your home? Yeah, I think that the first thing would be just making time for one another. And again, mm-hmm. you feel like you have no time because you're exhausted when yeah. you have young kids. And usually you're at the beginning, you probably don't have a lot of extra money for a babysitter. Mm-hmm. You're um your all your friends might be in the same like season of life. So you don't you might not even have someone to like share right. the load with. Um but I think prioritizing time together mm-hmm. is important. And so I my encouragement would be like look at your calendar, look at your week and have some set times. Like when your kids are young it actually you can have time after you put them to bed right. to connect, mm-hmm. which they don't. You don't realize this when your kids are young. It's actually honestly a little easier when they're young to build totally. that pattern than yeah. our stage because our kids are up as late as we are now. You know, later. And, yeah, later. <laughs> and so, and they can hear like you can't Everything. use code words. <laughs> they can yeah. spell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. I've been spelling in front of my six-year-old, and he's like. Did you just spell toys? Yes. Like, oh, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're smart. <laughs> oh shoot. So I. But the value starts when you're young, and you need it as uh, like usually. I'm sure mostly moms are listening. We are needing that like connection of another person to talk to. Like yeah. we always are like women need to hear words from their spouse, like husband, like words from there, mm-hmm. because we're actually auditory in the way that we receive mm-hmm. intimacy. And so having time set apart where we can actually talk to our spouse and connect, whether it's like an in-home date or just like connection of like, hey, what's mm-hmm. going on with you and what what's going on in your heart or anything like that. So that'd be my first thing. Yeah, that's good. Um, I would say look at your habits. Mm. What are your habits? So these are some habits Sean and I created when our kids were little. Um, We did date night, Mm -hmm. and we didn't have much money. And so we found another couple that we could swap with. And we started when our first, our oldest was a baby, and they just had one kid that was Mm -hmm. a baby. And then it carried on until they had their four kids. We had our three. Right. Um, And it lasted until they moved away. (laughs) Um, And we moved to Indonesia. Um, that's sweet, but, and it, we didn't get a day every week, but we got a day every other week. Yes. And so we would have the kids one yeah. week, they would bring the kids to our house. We really only had time really for just a dinner, maybe dinner and dessert, like an hour and a half, two hours max. By the time we dropped our kids off, went somewhere yeah. and then mm-hmm. picked them back up. Um, and then they would have our kids the next week. And we did that for years. Wow. And so it just helped us have that habit mm-hmm. of date night. And it put it into our kids, too. So then when they got a little bit older, um, it was fine. You know, and it was fun. Like, in those, yeah. you know, they were hanging out with, those were some of their closest friends. Right. You know, yeah. and so, when they were all still little, so boys and girls could play together more. Yeah. You know, it wasn't as weird as elementary, older elementary kids. Right. Um, and then we, another thing we prioritized was probably twice a year, 
going away for a weekend or at yeah, least a night. That's hard, but way to go. Um, I mean, we had the privilege of having Sean's parents in Dallas, mm-hmm. um, Fort Worth area, and so they could drive down. And my parents were retired, so they would come visit us. Mm-hmm. And so we would, like, part of that time would be like, can we get away? Um, and so sometimes that was just one night. Sometimes it was two nights. Sometimes it was a week. Um, yeah. We did some vacations where we would take a cruise. Um probably like once every five years, just started that habit of prioritizing those times away um, where you really can have the kid conversations Mm -hmm. and then get past it and then have the space to have other kinds of conversations to really get into what's going on in your heart. Mm -hmm. And then we did couch time. That's what I was going to say. Couch time. We were good at couch time. Um, That's what we did. We weren't always the greatest at it. Our kids are so extroverted that Mm -hmm. it was a little harder. When dad walked in the door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we tried to set a time like, okay, mom and dad are sitting on the couch. Couch time is where you're like, this is where we're going to be. We're going to have an adult conversation. Uh We're going to connect with each other five minutes or 10 minutes. Not very long, but you tell the kids this is our time right this is you could have couch time a bucket of toys you know sure. that, that's yeah. just used for when mom and dad have couch time but just to focus time every day of you're important to me I want to look in your eyes you matter mm-hmm. um, and then recently because we're looking toward empty nesting we're like okay what's going to be an activity that we do together besides watching tv yeah. or a show and so I we're not the greatest at this yet but we want to be golfers together that's fun um and so like for one of our anniversary trips and one of our times away like i got a golf lesson at top golf you know it was like 30 bucks for an hour there you go you know for a private lesson to just help me learn how to hold a golf club you know but just like we want to have something that we do i'm not crazy athletic so we can you know i can sit in the golf cart and I'm not really, Sean's score isn't dependent on me. (laughs) You know, so he's not going to be frustrated. Like if we played tennis, would not be fun. But something that we can do as we're trying to look toward the emptiness stage. That's good. Fun activity that we can do together. We're we're still discovering that. Yeah. Um, We're not there yet. Yeah. It's not fully developed, but just trying to put in habits. Yes. That are looking and fostering connection. Yeah. Yeah, we did couch time. Um, we had a little timer, and so my kids knew uh, when the end was because otherwise they're coming and saying, are you done? Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And yeah. so we trained That's them. Great. It was actually, uh, you know, of course, back then on. It was a just an, it was a kitchen timer. Yes. Nowadays, you can do a cool hourglass. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or you, the, even the light-up things. Or the like, light-up things. But, yeah, yes. Jimmy would come home, and the first 10, and I prepped the kids, the first 10 minutes is us just connecting, you yes. know. And so that was really important to us. Um, I also say, when it comes to date night, we did date night also. And um, one thing I encouraged I came coming out of my mouth last night was, alternating who's responsible for date night who's because that helped us because sometimes you're so tired you're both tired you're exhausted but you have expectations this is date night he's exhausted and you get there and he has expectations right he has those too exactly they come all kinds of ways (laughs) and so but to sit in the car there's nothing worse than like where do you want to go eat and nobody had a plan yes so we would just say okay this is my thursday for i plan the date and no matter what i choose jimmy with a joyful heart is going to do it it could be whatever it is even if he doesn't like it and, and vice versa whatever he chooses we go eat where he wants to eat we do what he wants to do and then we engage in that way. And just having a plan, alternating. That's a great idea. Because it takes emotional energy to yes. think that through. And 
And then I also found out um, these are things I found myself saying last night as we were talking and remembering. And I'm, I want to share with you, we weren't perfect in any no of this. Way. No we learned through trial and era, era, and you go through good seasons and bad seasons. Yes. I mean, it's yes. just normal life. But also realizing um, when I, there's so many conversations, I'm a verbal processor, and there's so many conversations I want to have with Jimmy. Um, and I want to have them now because yes. I'm feeling it now, right? Yeah. So that's when yeah. I want to have them. Doesn't work that well, well way no. very well, especially like eight, you know, eight thirty in the morning. I'm walking out the door and saying, "Hey, da 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 da," you yeah. know. And I start a process, and it just kind of throws an arrow at him. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to deal with this. And so I've learned that my my best processing connection with my husband too is when I would write those things down yes so get a notebook I'm writing on my date night if it can wait because some things we have to ponder sometimes I found if I waited Mm -hmm. got time with the Lord it didn't have to be resolved today but it was a feeling I was having you know I would just put those things down and then because sometimes I go to date night I'm like I had 10 things I wanted to talk to you about and I can't remember any of them right now yeah and you're staring at each other when you're like those were good heart things you could have connected mm-hmm. through but you didn't have time or you tried and it was the wrong time so it didn't end well mm-hmm. and so those are some practices that I would say um and it's so worth it I love the pulling away and the because you have whatever it is even as we're talking about intentional parenting you have the intentional in your marriage yes mm-hmm. yeah and um because it can just so easily get put on the side and then but it's never really put on the side because right. expectations are there uh-huh. and they mount and so it takes a lot of communication and intentionality and, and it, i oh no you go ahead well it's a security for your i was kids. just gonna say the oh. exact same thing <laughs> yes so and i i mean even that couch time the purpose and the research that is around it is saying like you might have a kid that's like having trouble bedwetting or something like that that they've got but once they see the parents connecting Mm -hmm. and that they aren't the other thing it communicates to your parents I mean to your kids is they are not the center of the world Mm -hmm. which is important like you for them to know because the world actually makes them feel like they're the center of their and the modern day advice to parents is your kids are the center right yeah and that is not Mm -hmm. healthy so so you and I mean even now like they'll be like why are y'all going on a date night and I'm like this is dad and I, it's important for us to have this time together. And I'm like, it's for your benefit. Just like, so I'm like saying that, but the couch time. So all of that, you feel like you might feel like it's guilty because you know, you are going to hopefully enjoy it as you steward your relationship with your spouse, but and feel bad about leaving your kids, but it is for their benefit. Them knowing, having a secure feeling secure about your their parents' relationship is huge in their own security in life. Absolutely. Oh, it's, I would say it's it's like one, one of the most yeah. important things. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you want your children to feel safe and secure in your love for them, prioritize your spouse. Right. Yes. Now, if you are not married or you are divorced, that is okay. God is bigger right. than right. any right. of that. Absolutely. And so, you know, no I would say no the way that you can do yeah. that is how you speak. Yes. about your child's other parent like yes. if, are you speaking kindly yeah. how are you talking about your child's other parent in front of your child right yes. because that's going to show okay in the middle of whatever's caused the problems between the parents that required or led to a divorce which I'm not making a statement on divorce but I'm saying it's still our job 
yeah. to show honor because that kid loves their parents. Absolutely. Yeah. That even if that other parent was abusive or whatever, it's there's still parent. this thing in the mm-hmm. child that wants that parent, mm-hmm. the other parent right. to they still admire because yeah. it's God created two people. Mm-hmm. It took two yeah. people to create this little one. Yeah. You know, and so how you speak about your child's other parent is just huge yeah. um, in building that security um, for your kiddos. You now I'm getting this idea, I wasn't a single parent, but even as we're talking about this, I know in the Word that if you are a single parent, then God is your husband, uh-huh. and God, or God is your spouse in that uh-huh. journey. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, maybe I would, I'm just throwing this out there, but I was thinking maybe creating couch time for you and Jesus. Just yeah. say, hey guys, this is they come home, whatever, you know, it's different, but I have my timer and I'm just, and you're sitting with the Lord and just yeah. saying, fill me up. Here are my disappointments. Here are my challenges. Would you come and fill me today or give mm-hmm. me insight into what I need as a mom? And yeah. then even date Jesus every now and then going, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going on a date with who? Jesus. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. we're going to go out and take a long walk and just let them yeah. see you leaning into God in that place of, um, hard and loneliness. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just throwing that out there. I haven't practiced it, but it just came to my yeah. mind yeah, as a, if I was in that situation too, which is so hard because you're doing everything. But I want to give you the freedom if that's something that's like, oh, what do I do if I'm single? How do I do this? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, why don't you maybe suggest that? Just yeah, finding a way and idea. asking a friend to come alongside and stay with the kiddos, you know, mm-hmm. while you do that or when they go down. just Or do go. a date night swap with another couple. Because Absolutely. Then you're, yeah. still you're still honoring marriage. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, we're going to have, these are some of our friends. Their kids are going to come over because their husband and wife, they're going on a mm-hmm. date, yeah. affirming marriage. And then and now you're going to go to their house because yeah. I'm going to go spend time with Jesus. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And so there you go. And you I know. would say another thing is communicating. I think as women, I'll speak for myself. There's something inside of me that I just want Jimmy to know what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, there's just like, you should know by now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You should know the flowers that I love. Yeah. You should know that right now I need this. And and that's not fair to him. Yeah. And, and so, um, yeah, just communicating your needs also in the yes. midst of that. Just as they need to communicate their needs, you yeah. know. And not asking them to read your mind when you have a need there. And I found that that's really been helpful. So one thing to keep the spark to I tell you in now seasons but um I like to be my, one of mine is I just need to know I'll tell Jimmy I you're so busy I just need to know I'm thought about yes that just means so much to me yeah so like he's learned we went through a season that I loved peanut M&Ms for a while so he just every now and then would have in his backpack and give them to me and that just told me I thought about yes. you today yes. it really took five sweet. minutes so one thing that we done is um went oh, through a season really of sweet. learning Learn how to love your, how does your spouse feel loved? Yes. So the yes. love language part, yeah. oh, learning great. that out yeah. and making sure you're intentional and putting that as a product. Not how you want to be loved, right. but how they need to be loved. And um, and then secondly, we were in a habit for a while too of in the morning just say asking the question, what's the one thing I can do for you today that would help you? Yes. And then, but if you ask that question, you've got to put it at the top of the list because yeah. it erodes trust. If I, if Jimmy's like, if you could just iron my shirts for the w- weekend, these three yeah. shirts, okay, throw them on the bed and I'll get it. He comes home and they're not done. That just shows him, I didn't think about you today. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, became a low priority. Yeah, yeah. But if there's some way you can start, like, hey, what's the one thing I can do today yeah. that would make you feel that I had you as a priority in yeah. the midst of the crazy? And if you can't do it, you say, you know, I can't do that today, but I can get around to that tomorrow. 
but um, just those habits, like you said, habits, little things go a long way in keeping connection. Another thing I was thinking, and um, I'll use code words if you have little ones, but (laughs) um, intimacy Mm -hmm. um, is very important to not neglect that. Mm. And you know, the intimacy I'm talking about, um, (laughs) not emotional intimacy, but the other kind, physical intimacy. And I just want to give freedom too to people like, in the, especially when you have young kids, scheduling that out yes. might be your best bet because uh-huh. you like if you have kids hanging on you all day, you you know you're in your yoga pants, haven't taken a shower in like five days. Like who <laughs> yeah. feels like they're wanting to like give um, themselves in that way? Yes, right. um, but. I think it helps if you maybe have some schedule, like, you know, in advance, like, okay, like I might during nap time, take a shower, shave my legs, do some things to sew into this area because it is very important and it can be very neglected and just, and so just, but sometimes we, when Jordan and I have done marriage counseling before, you know, Mm -hmm. people think like, that's so unromantic to schedule that. It's life with kids. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I'm just like. Any, I mean, if you want to exercise, you like schedule your right. times for that. And like, if you have a friend, so anything important, you actually do schedule. And this is a very important part of your relationship. So don't be afraid to be like, Hey, I want this to happen because if not, you're going to have that weird tension of yeah. always like feeling like mm-hmm. maybe tonight, yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yes. Or, Oh no, is he going to ask me tonight? Right, yes. exactly. You know, or, Oh, I've got to initiate tonight. Yes. Like if it's. Like yeah. Sean and I, we had to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, just to prioritize it because it is, it affects our ability to connect well. Yes. Um, sometimes I can find that we're having all these problems, and if we can just be intimate, it's like they just are settled. There's yes. something about yes. in the spirit what happens. Yes. For that, it's just really important yeah. to prioritize it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, we could go on and on. Um, any last thoughts as we pray and wrap this up but pray for your marriage that's the other thing yeah that's good I would good one Christy but sometimes you're in a hard season in your marriage just like you said the seasons and so pray for your spouse pray for your marriage as much as you pray for your kids I'm sure you pray for your kids but pray for your marriage and just see God move as you pray and so into that yeah area, so. and with that I would say watch your nagging mm-hmm. you know the Bible mm-hmm. talks about a nagging wife just mm-hmm. like a drip be yeah. faucet you yeah. know and so I would say com- as much as possible compliment yeah yes verbally yes. your spouse your husband mm-hmm. and do it in front of your children yes, yes. like isn't your daddy so handsome mm-hmm. you know yes. like whatever you got to do to stir up whatever you need to stir Absolutely. up you know And that's a good word, stirring up. Sometimes you get into these uh, pits where you can't see anything good about your spouse. Uh Yes. And and I would say in those times, I remember being taught when I was a young wife, young mom, to uh, just start a gratitude list. Like even in the morning, just two things. Okay, Lord, what are two things that I can be thankful for my spouse for? What are two things? And if you just that just having a little bit of gratitude begins to stir the positivity yes. where it begins to bring this um, connection with the Lord that, oh yeah, I can compliment them. It just triggers the the spirit environment in your heart yeah. and in your home yeah. that you can respond right. Yeah, or you a thankful can, heart makes yeah. a way for the presence of it God. Does. Yeah. And so if you need the presence of God in your marriage, 
being thankful being thankful and start speaking it yeah. out loud yeah. don't just keep it in your brain yeah mm-hmm. but say it out, out loud. loud say it to your kids say it to your friends say it to your mother-in-law <laughs> you want to win mother-in-law points brag on your husband Amen. to your mother-in-law that's, that's so great good. you know and so that happened to me last night i had um somebody one of the, one of my kids mothers one of my kids spouse's mother sent me a text about my one of my children and Aww. I was like I, exactly I was like oh you know <laughs> like oh yeah, good job just, honey. You, know, you know it just it helps speaks. your mother-in-law relationship it does and, everything you know yes, it just helps true. all kinds of things yeah so, so sweet word. yeah awesome well, I'm gonna pray for us and um close this out but we just love having an opportunity just to share our hearts and what God has um done and doing in marriages and in our kids lives so anyway all right father i do uh come before you and pray right now spirit of god would you bless every person that's listening i ask that you would um just be mentioning to them with your sweet whispers the way that you speak on how to cultivate a fresh connection with their spouse lord I pray for any of those out there that do feel a little bit lost in the um, in the scheduling or just lost in the traction of life, that you would bring a reconnection, Lord, that really this is a three-legged race in our marriages with you as the center, God, and there just be a good stride mm-hmm. um, happening in our homes, Lord, as um, different ones that are just crying out for a reset. Mm-hmm. Lord, I pray that something that we said today would be a blessing to a listener where they would say oh I can implement that Lord I just pray for courage for each woman to step out there Lord where she would even feel like she's the one that maybe has to die a little bit to um, to herself to see something fresh implemented into her marriage and her home I pray grace over her Lord and I pray for our marriages Lord that Thank you that the word says what you have joined together, let no man put asunder. Mm-hmm. And we just proclaim that over every person that's listening, that your angels would be activated through your covenant, God, and you would just seal these marriages in a fresh way and give each uh, person just a fresh insight in how to run their home, yes. to put their marriages um, first, Lord. I pray for sweet intimacy, both emotional and physical, for every person that's listening. and. Um, in their marriages and again Lord we pray for this next generation that our kids God would have that um, promise from your word it says the righteous dwell in peaceful habitations and secure dwelling places yes. and we yes. pray for each of these homes to be that that secure dwelling place and that place where your peace rests bless every person that's listening today again we love you Thank you for your presence with us. Thank you for your leadership that we just don't do this alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Never. You never intended that. So we grab arms with you and say, thank you. Lead us. You're a great shepherd. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Christy, got a question? What do we do? Email us at parentingwithpurposepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, especially if you have questions about littles, like specifics. We want to try to hit topics that you want input on of training and parenting discipling your um fives and under sounds good all right talk to y'all next week Bye. bye